Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Deborah Mayers coming to you once again, telling my story as a means of healing through the written and the spoken word. Now, today I just like to speak about a topic that I'm sure many people are familiar with, but not a lot of people talk about. I call this episode. Mommy Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. There was a movie um, many years ago, I forget all the actors, but it was called Somebody Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> I can't remember uh, the exact title of it, but it was in regards to people that... Uh, a gentleman that escaped from a mental institution. I don't know who's seen it, who hasn't, but if you can watch it, it's really a good movie. And, it, and okay, the, the title is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And I think the movie is about maybe 30, 40 years old. I'm not sure, but it's really a good movie. And, oh, Jack Nicholson was what the main um, actor in the movie. And if you can ever watch it, it's really a good, fun movie and a dramatic movie at the same time. But how I came to that is that I have, um, my mother passed away last year's October the 4th of 2000, no, it was 2018, excuse me. It wasn't 2019, it was 2018. And I grew up in very strange circumstances. My father met my mother at a park. I think she was about 14 or 15. And he was well in his, uh, maybe almost 30. And uh, <laughs> I used to joke with him, which he didn't like. I'd say, you know, you met my mother at the kiddie pool when she was at the park. But they went off and they got married. And I was born like the next year. She was 16, so maybe a, more than that. But um, they had similar attributes. I don't believe my father was mentally stable, but my mother definitely wasn't. My father was able to hold his together a lot better than she was. And he abandoned us when I was like six months old. So they put me on a plane and flew me out to, um, I literally, I was on a plane by myself. This was a time when stewardess would take care of your child for you. And until they got to their destination. So I was six months old. I was sent to stay with my grandmother because the 16-year-old at that time couldn't really get a job. So I was sent there. I lived there for three years with her without realizing that my grandmother was not my mother. So it's a really complicated story. Our separation wasn't pretty, and I suffered through it through all my life. But... I digress onto my mom's situation. My mom, which I now understand, was um, borderline personality disorder. She also had, was bipolar. Now, at that time, 
people didn't really know bipolar or anything like that. But the family secret I found, oh, and there may be a little bit of schizophrenia in there. But my grandparents and maybe some other people like my father and my uh, father's mother knew that my mom was mentally ill. But they fought for me in court and lost. And that's a long story. And had the people that the judge that ordered me back when my mother knew what I would go through, their complaint was my grandmother was a hoarder. And she was. But she was a good grandmother. She was a good mom, good role model. And yes, it was hoarding. So if they had known what I would go through, they would have left me with the hoarder. I would have been much better off because with my mom, with her undiagnosed illnesses and her, she started using alcohol to relieve herself of depression. And now I understand why she slept so much and the anxiety. One day she'd be down and then the next day I'd be coming from school and I'd hear music all the way down the street and she's singing and she's happy. And I just thought, you know, that was normal. I didn't know I was a kid. So then when I hit puberty is when the mental illness really took a sharp turn. Now, my therapist believes that my mom, because of her hallucinations, and I'd witnessed her during, during times of hallucinations uh, when I was growing up, but I never put it together as, you know, I was a little kid, but now I see it clearly. She believes uh, my mom looked at me as a threat and a danger to her. For some reason, she had formed this opinion and it went on throughout my life up until the Alzheimer's. So when that happened, as a child, you know, I couldn't understand a lot of things, like the sudden rages and outbursts, and you never knew what was going to happen from one minute. So I learned to live like that. So when I became an adult, I was so used to living in chaos I would create my own chaos at some point. I'm just now recognizing that at 69 years old. So once I did that, I'm now able to control it, my urge for chaos, like letting a bill go to the last minute, getting some kind of thrill or something. I'm turning it off and I keep it on, whatever, like my cable. You know, just playing this little game to create chaos in my life where there is none. I have the means, I have the resources, so it shouldn't be that way. But in my mind, I need to create a fix for myself to get past that. So once I did that, you know, it became a part of me and it just created a lot of other problems I won't go into. But my mom was a raging alcoholic. And she would just fly into a rage at any moment and just start. I remember she used to beat my aunt up, my my uncles, just for no reason. 
she'd come over and she'd try to help us or whatever. My mother would just attack her for no good reason. I could never figure out, I mean, physically attack. I could never figure out why she did that, but that was part of her illness. I really hate that my grandparents kept this such a secret because if I had known my mom was sick, I could have avoided a lot of things, a lot of backlash from her actions. Just to say, okay, my mom is sick. She can't help herself. My mom should have actually been in counseling from what, I'm not being funny, but from her illness, what, what's been described, and I researched it, she was actually supposed to go into a um, facility. I think at one point she was, but my grandfather always came to her rescue. And when he passed away, he was passing, he wanted me to come see him so he could tell me something. My, my, my action or my thoughts were, you've not told me anything all these years. Why tell me now? So I didn't go. Then I had to come to myself because all my life I've been asking myself, is this mental illness? Is this mental? Not all my life, but my adult life. But I never believed it. I just wondered. But someone could have cleared that up for me. Needless to say, when my mother passed, it was a horrific time. Although we did have seven months together in which we reconciled. Now, I know that 